Hello and welcome to the Women's Body and Power Podcast. Coach Holly and Coach Katie are here to talk to you about all things bodybuilding, powerlifting, and anything in between. We love talking about strength training, nutrition, and how to just be your best self. So thank you for joining us and enjoy the podcast. Talk about last week because um what did I talk about last week? Oh, reasons to be a competitor, right? Like the the reasons I have for competing, but I think other people should have as well. Just like, you know, because it keeps you on track, right? It keeps you moving towards the next goal, the next step. Um, so yeah, we talked a lot about that. Right. But I didn't I didn't do a room because nobody jumped on. So then I stopped and then I just went live. Because it looks funny when you're live without anybody in. So oh. Well, I saw you pop up and I was actually, you know, I was still in the condo at the time and I'm like, I'd go on, but then I'm going to leave and I don't want to be rude. So I just, um, you know, so how has everybody been? How have you been this week, Karen? How's everything going for you? Good, good. Um, taking a lot of what I learned from you guys and trying to apply it to my lifts. Um, it's a lot of really good guidance because a lot of the programs out there either give you a very specific program and it's a one size fits all, or they just say, well, you know, go work out and you kind of have to try to figure it out on your own. Um, I'm actually sitting for, I'm taking, I'm studying, I should say for the NASM CPT test. So I'm learning a lot there and combining them. So when you get all science-y, I'm like, yes, I love this. Bravo. <laughs> I think the um, strength and conditioning coach certification was the hardest one I've ever taken ever in my life. That was a three plus hour test. The, the personal training one isn't as bad and you do get a break, but yeah, I, I wasn't ready to sit for that long. That was kind of crazy. Holly's like, oh, I take tests all the time, you girls. That's nothing. <laughs> no, y'all. I am, uh, um, believe it or not, I talked to Coach Jan, and she's also working on her PhD, and she has more, like, testing and finals and stuff than I did. And I'm, I don't, mine was more, um, I didn't really have test test. It was more like projects and mm. um, things like that, which is almost worse because I feel like if you're taking a test, it's kind of like, I mean, unless it's really written out thought processing things, I, I like the right and wrong almost a little bit better than like, give me all of your words and your thoughts. Cause then I feel like, I don't either, either I don't know how to say it right or I feel like I'm just rambling. So it's yeah. like, give me a multiple choice any day. I, I take that like, yes. I, I actually, I'm a, I, I always tell people, I'm just a really good test taker. I feel like I test well. I do well taking tests. I did the USA weightlifting coaching certification training. And that was like, like a workshop, like a day, like where you go to it, right? So it's three day workshop thing. And you have, you're tested in the moment on people that are doing the lift. So instead of like something that you like, you've gotten to see a video of a couple of times, it's like whatever is happening there and whoever is doing it. So you're, it's nothing you can plan for. And that was really stressful. So I see why you're saying the projects because you can't plan for, 
you know, there's probably going to be two close to right answers and the other two aren't going to make any sense all together. Right. So, um, yeah, I think, I think a lot of it too, is just seeing how your thought process works, you know? Um, and so we can relate this, we can relate this to training and programming, right? Yeah. Because, you know, if, if I have a client, it's very important that I know how their thought process works because y'all know we've, we've talked before about like um, the personalities and the four tendencies and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, how a person's thought process work ties right to that, like as far as their training, because, you know, I have had some clients and they, they're the questioners and it's, um, tell me why, you know, explain this. And they just want more and more and more and more research. Right. And so I know that if I give them something to do, I need to back that up with information whereas some people i can just tell them what to do and they don't question it and it's like yeah okay great i'll do that and so it's it's real important i think to know like this is why we talk about with clients all the time is like building a relationship is so key because you need to know how that person thinks in order to create their program to begin with but sometimes we don't know enough even when we create the program. So it's kind of like always a work in progress, right? So we might change things as we go along and um, just adapt things like making little changes over time based on what their thought processes are even in addition to their training style, their um, things that need to be changed in their form or um, just basically like their workout overall don't you think yeah yeah so i was i was going to talk about the form one too because i think you need to have a good understanding and this will this will come in testing too right or over time as you start to, to get used to how people react to, like cues cueing is really hard um in the beginning unless you know your athlete um i think i call it spatial stupidity but like have you ever met a person that has no idea what their body looks like or does in space right? So no matter how much, if you're cueing the squat and you say, put your hips back, they still might drop their knees way forward. And they think that their hips are going back, but they haven't moved any further back, right? They're all moving forward. Um, so it's, it's almost like you just have to know your athlete. Those, I just, I end up starting to move just the, you know, like you try and figure it out. I'm with cues. Sometimes you just have to move in props and say, sit down on the box, you know, and you start the sit to stand motion first, because if they have to sit down on a box, then their hips have to go back. But um, I think that's just about helping them see it, you know? So it's all about how, how people are able to kind of perceive what's going on. Some are visual learners, right? Some are like just auditory is good for them. Some people really have to touch and feel and like feel it being done. So what is that? Kinesthetics? Yeah, like literally moving their hips. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. let me pull you the way I want you yeah, to go. You have to tie like a band around their hips so it's actually pulling them back as they're, you know, descending. Um, so Because your mind thinks you're doing one thing, you know. Yeah. Um, I've said this before, like I have had many clients who years and years and years, I'm talking years, not one, not two, not three. I'm talking maybe five years of cueing. 
and I still have to do it. Like I still have to cue the same thing because we've talked before about the loop in your mind, right? That like, and it can be related to anything, but mm -hmm. like that you replay something um, that you have done over time, over and over and over, yeah, right? And movement patterns in your movement, right? So I can tell somebody until I'm blue in the face, um, their cue and positioning and which way they need to move. And in their mind, they're actually doing they're that. doing it, yeah. But they're not. Because they have done it the wrong way for so long that they don't know the right way. It's like me with posing mm -hmm. in a women's physique competition. Y'all, I competed in figure for years and years. And I thought my back was doing a certain thing on my back pose. And it was not doing that certain thing on that back pose. And it's like, I could tell myself this over and over and over, like in pictures. But I have to remind myself of what it feels like when it looks right. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm hitting the pose and I'm not hitting the pose. It's always the relaxed poses too. It's not the flex poses. It's like the relaxed poses. Like if my lats are supposed to be wide, in my mind, I'm thinking, they're wide. I'm they're good. Wide. And yeah. then I look at the picture and I'm like, that is totally not right at all. I gotta, in my mind, I have to think, okay, what is that weird feeling I got when I did it and it looked right? Because Feeling and looking are two different things and it goes the same way with form. It's just like people with the, the, the exercise I see it all the time is stiff leg deadlifts. Okay. Oh. Outside of squats, <laughs> outside of squats, cause squats is, is a huge one, but stiff legged deadlifts, like, cause I'm always saying, push your hips back first. Okay. Mm -hmm. Push your hips back. So you want to feel a stretch in the hamstrings and a lot of people just want to round their shoulders over so they're getting down further and I'm like it's not about how far down you I don't go. care how close the weight gets to the right. ground like, okay. it doesn't need to go to the ground no it doesn't even necessarily have to go past your knees mm -hmm. I've had some guys before who have like really really poor flexibility in their hamstrings and literally when they're doing a stiff leg deadlift with the dumbbells they might not get it past their knees yeah I'm like it doesn't matter do you feel the stretch in your hamstrings? Like, are you pushing your, your butt back? So push your butt back and then feel that stretch. And then you know you're pretty close to the right thing. If you're not feeling that, all you're doing is rounding your back to get the dumbbells over as far as you can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's all about knowing the person you're training. And I think that, so Karen hit on this. You hit on this when you said that you like that we're explaining this and it's not those one size fits all programming because I think that's so true. I know Holly and I probably both run into the same issues is we always have those people that are reaching out and just saying, well, just give me something, right? They don't want to spend the time on the phone that, or, you know, we have groups here. Um, I have another group called Couch to Confident and I swear to God, somebody is always asking and they're just, you know, what, what's something I can be doing, but they don't want to get on the phone. They don't want to go through, you know, where they've started. And when you don't know, what are we working with? How do we know what we can accomplish? You know what I mean? Like I, I, I relate it to food. Like I can't make a salad if what I'm working with is like meat, you know, meat salad. 
Me too. I, okay, okay. Yeah, that's a bad example. What I'm saying is I can't. My boyfriend will be all about the meat salad. I, I can't bring a pasta salad to the to the fa to the for the picnic if you know what I'm working with is fruit salad. You know, I. But so you've got to know that sort of thing, and I I think that you're right on, Karen. People, um, we need to educate the masses that those programs can work, but we need to educate them on how they can manipulate those. They're great programs. So many great programs out there. I did put one in the group yesterday. Just I put my training in the group, right? Um, Monday through Friday, just what I did. I'm doing what my plan is. If you want to follow it, great. But instead of giving them the weights that I'm using or based on my one rep max, I switched it to rate of perceived exertion so they can kind of feel that and set a chart out so that they have that information because there has to be some sort of educational piece to how do you make this work for you and we need so to be a group no i put it in the couch to confident group i could put it in here too i can drop my program in here too um so there needs to be that education piece and i also think that especially as women that aren't in the health and fitness field now karen you're getting into to training you're a little bit more confident in swapping exercises out and i think sometimes people get hung up on no, it says I've got to do a back squat. I've got to do a barbell back squat. And I, you know, I can't get to the gym. There's a thousand ways to squat, <laughs> you know? Um, we can still squat. So I think that that gets a little, or we, we tend to feel like, well, then it's not going to work as good. You know, it's not going to be as good of a workout. And that's not true either, you know? So um, I think it's just about educating how, how we can do that so that we can make my, my, intention is to make people very very capable of of their of owning that for themselves right like feeling like they know exactly what they're doing and how they can get into the weight room so that we don't have you know women just kind of sitting on the sidelines not knowing what to do or scared to you know take that next step right and i think it comes down to to like if you have like you said there are a thousand programs out there I think it matters like what experience level you're coming from and you know knowing what things to swap when you need to but knowing that you can swap them because you know for example I you know I was at the beach I walked on the beach a lot which is like okay you've got the choice you can either walk in the really deep soft sand and like not get anywhere or you can go down closer to the water right where it's hard which is like better i think for walking but not on your feet like uh, it's not good i have a beach feet. story i have to share so so uh, on my walks i mean i walked like every day but i swear to you something with my left foot in my arch is like did not like that at all. I don't know if I was walking on an angle, but anyway, so the arch of my foot got really sore. So anyway, when that happens to me, my whole left side tends to just want to be tighter. My left side is tighter by nature anyway. Like my left hamstring is tighter. My left IT band is tighter. I'm always working on that side more to loosen it up. But what happens is when I did that for a week, it starts to like go to my back too. So then I have a hard time like bending down to pick stuff up. Am I going to go like try to do like a super heavy back squat? No, because I know better. But somebody that is maybe new, they're like, oh, no, it's okay. I can still do that. But like I would probably like today is my leg day, number one, because I have two. But 
I will probably leg press today and it will probably be not like super heavy. Um, trying to work this stuff back out and just letting my back recover a little bit from my hard sand beach walks. <laughs> so, you know, you got, you got to know, but like, I think that's why it's so important too to know um, what your program is, but always having a plan. We talk about planning all the time. We talked about, we've talked about planned rest days. We've talked about like planned rest between sets and all of that stuff. I think you always have to have a plan of action. And the problem with a lot of programs is, um, you know, that missing, you're missing the coach, you know, you're missing the accountability and you're missing, you know, that chance to learn as well. So it's not just about what can I do? Give me something to do. Okay. Well, if I give you something to do, number one, are you going to do it? Number two, are you going to do it consistently? Number three, is this the right thing to help you reach your goals? Because if I just go get a program, that's not necessarily getting me to where I want to be. You know, like, where do you want to be? That's why you have to talk to somebody, right? Yeah. Uh, so it, it's kind of, and I want to, I want to like preface this by saying, I don't think Beachbody is a bad company. However, there's a difference between a training program and just a program that is just, you know, um, I don't want to say anything mean, but like there's a difference between training to, to for performance and strength and that sort of thing versus just like cutting weight in different ways. So like, um, what's the one that they have the 90 day obsession, right? And it's all of these random workouts and none of the workouts, like when you look at them and you pair them apart, I know Holly's probably done this too with some of the workouts and you look at them, you know, and you space them out and you realize there, there's like no rhyme or reason. No, I cannot figure out where, where there is some sort of progression or, you know, why they've put those in there in, in that order, other than it raises your heart rate, you get sweaty, you definitely, you know, are, are, you know, making some progress, but it's not like a consistent linear progression, you know? Um, and so that for me is, is more of like the, the workout bouncing and not the training, you know? I think, you know, in my experience, just with like beach body stuff. And I'm, I mean, I got the Beach Body app. I will tell y'all, I was trying to do the meditation. I've told y'all this before. It's like a 21 day meditation. I'm like, I can do this. No, I'm, I still haven't done it. I will do, I said I was going to do it in January. It didn't happen. I'm still working on it. But, you know, in all of the programs that I have seen, because, you know, I used to teach Insanity Live. I was a Beach Body coach for years and I loved that format. But like my Insanity Live classes, again, it's just a class. So mm -hmm. I look at it as like, it's great as a, it's a workout, right? It's a great for a workout. You know, they've got so many different uh, programs that you can do that if you just want a workout, then great. You know, it's yes. kind of like coming to my Insanity Live class. However, I am on the, I am on the, um, I'm on the sciencey end. Karen's going to like the sciencey end um, because 
I like a plan, right? I'm the kind of person, it's not just about like, I'm going to go day to day. And yeah, there's, there's maybe a 90 day or 60 day or 30 day program. And great, that's going to get me working out. Okay. going to build that consistency. It may be excellent. So that's a good thing. It's like, they're, they're sort of like challenges, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to do this and you're sort of like getting yourself into this habit. But after like a certain point, like 30, 60, 90 days or whatever, you've got to look at, okay, what is my ultimate goal? Where do I want to be? I'm going to go from a big goal to a big goal to a big goal, but I've got to, got to break that down. Like, you know, I'm reverse engineering, right? So I know this is where I want to be. And then I'm, cause then that has to be more planned and structured than just, mm -hmm. I'm going to work out today. Right, okay. right. Because I think what you're getting at is training, we, we go towards a predictable outcome. We're working towards something that we want to achieve. It's predictable. It's what we we know is going to work for that specific outcome, right? If we're training for speed, if we're training for strength, if we're training for agility, we, we're working on those things. Um, if you want to just build out the, you know, the consistency, which is great. It's, it's very admirable to, to get into that habit, to build it out. And if any of those works for you, that's great. My sister started with, country heat. She didn't ever work out, but she found that at least it got her, you know, to her workout room and dancing and that started building consistency. And then she moved into training and now, you know, we're, she's training for a marathon, but that got her started. So we, I don't want to say that there's no place for them. What I'm saying is, is once you're, once you're here, once you're, you know, starting to move out of, you know, just kind of cherry picking workouts and hoping, you know, something sticks and something works and you want to get out of that hope, and you want to move into predictable outcomes and you know that then start a training plan you know start manipulating what that training strategy looks like for you personally and i think that that's kind of the transition that happens over time um just as people start to see that okay i have i have the habit i have that time frame set out for myself now like i know what i want to achieve you know i've got to have the next strategy the personalized that individual programming so right so, Karen, any questions? Taylor? Whoever else is here? Are there people Taylor's on Taylor's going to take her, her personal training exam, too. So, feel free, yeah, to ask ask questions. We've you got guys can be study buddies. Yeah. I, studying, I mean, it's it's rough. It, it really is. Um, and I will say that, like, if, if this hadn't been my, um, this hadn't been my field of study in college, there would have been a whole, whole lot more studying. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> that I had to do, um, you know, because a lot of that was very familiar, you know, from kinesiology and exercise physiology and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, because you're talking like semesters of classes, right, that kind of have you like on a, you know, you're ahead of the game a little bit on studying. Hey, Lottie's watching from work. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I took my first, I took the personal training exam first before I went to college. Yeah. So. Well, it definitely helped to have, well, so your, your exam may have helped you for college, but I was definitely on the opposite end. So, you know, it really helped me a lot. Like there were sections where I didn't have to like go as deep in there mm -hmm. because like I literally had just taken the class a year or two before. Right. So, I mean, it, it helps. Um, but yeah, I think that like, so I think the key takeaway here in your programming is that 
you want a plan of action more so if you're trying to reach a goal like everybody has a goal y'all right and maybe you haven't really sat down like because this is something i would encourage you to do if you have not done this sit down identify what your goal is like be specific nobody really wants to just be like um i, I just want to exercise to be healthy okay there's always a bigger why right it could be you know um heart diseases in my family and my mom you know died when I, you know whatever there could be a bigger reason so we know that like you've got to get specific on what your goal is like i think it's best if you like look at a bigger maybe long-term goal first and then break that down into shorter goals right so like let's say for example um if i have a 16-week program that i'm running or coach katie what's your typical length what's your length for well your programs um they vary most most of my cycles are four to six weeks um okay. but i typically make them put together some sort of long term like i say at least six months if not a year from now what's the big goal so we can break it down because a lot of times you know we phase it out you know there's like a building phase or hyper right, right. and you have to have you know if you've got a goal you know if you're in this group you know, it's women's body and power, right? So we're talking about bodybuilding, strength training, power lifting, whatever that may be. That is not something you're gonna do in four weeks. Even if there's a four week program, that's like, cause I, I call like mine a block. So I have a four week block or an eight week block, but I'm gonna start probably with my 16 weeks because that's kind of the foundation. Then we can add on a four week block or an eight week block or keep on going on four week blocks after that foundation is laid out for you to reach that long-term goal y'all mm -hmm. four weeks is not enough to get a long-term goal i hate to tell you no You're no I, sometimes kid. four weeks isn't even long enough to adequately learn how to do the exercises and i think that that's something to be said too is you want to keep the exercises simple too you can learn them because half of the time you're learning an exercise one you're not efficient enough so your body doesn't even get to load properly because you're still not moving properly right we don't have the movement pattern in place so we can't load it properly so we still like holly said you have to lay that foundation first right you know yeah four years is not enough i mean yeah. And the thing well, is, shoot, I'm still trying to perfect my squat. And I think I've been doing that for like 10. Well, so. right. And so, you know, like I, I'm still not where I want to be. And I don't mm -hmm. think I ever will be. And I don't think you should ever be satisfied. Like you always yeah. want to have a desire to better yourself in whatever area. So when I say four years may not be enough, y'all, you don't hit a goal and then quit. You right. set another goal and you plan that out to reach that goal because that is how you keep growing that is how you build your success that is how you become like more amazing than you ever thought you could be is you don't settle for that first goal and be like yep yeah, okay i'm done i got there i mean if i did that the first time i competed i would have quit in 2000 um you know like you have got to keep keep going forward right so it's really important to like know 
that it takes time. Please be patient. Mm -hmm. Like allow yourself to learn and to grow because everybody wants the quick fix, the quick results. I want, I want this in four weeks. I want this in six weeks. And you know, y'all see it all the time. Like I don't think magazines are as prevalent maybe as they used to be, but it, you, you know, it's what you see. Like that's, it's the headlines. It's always the headlines. It's probably on social media now, you know, the, the two week, the six week, the four week, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you're, you're just, you're just starting, mm -hmm. you know, so give yourself plenty of time to adjust things, grow, um, plan and learn. That's my spiel. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I think you're right. Like we got to have the time. And I think, so one, I, I like that because the time is so crucial and we don't give ourselves that permission to, to take the time. But think about it from, you know, like a job standpoint, you get a job, you're hired in at an entry level and you know you're going to work your way up the ladder, right? You're going to put in the time. You're going to put in the energy. You're going to do the research and find out what you need to know to get to the next level. Why, why is your health and fitness any different? Because you're investing in yourself when you're working on health and fitness. You might be, you know, adding to some CEO's paycheck in your job, but you're still willing to learn and make that, you know, that next move and do take the next step and, you know, do, you know, a little bit more than the, the guy sitting next to you so you can get the raise. Like, I always wonder why. You know, you've got, it's just like at work, you know, if you're, if you're moving up the ladder at work, there's a plan, mm -hmm. right? You, you got to know like, what's the next step? Like if I'm going to go from, you know, entry level to the next level, you're probably told, or there's a company handbook or something that tells you how to get there. Right. And so I think the key is to like, know how to get to the next level, but don't settle like for where you are, you're not going to like, you're not going to do that in life. So yes, why is your health and fitness any different, right? Like there's so many people who are like, I just settle on this goal. And it's usually, it could be a number goal. It, you know, it's like too many people say, oh, you know, when I get to this weight, I'll be happy. When I get to this, I'll be happy. When I can wear this size pants again, I'll be happy. But you know what? There's always somewhere to go. Right? Be happy in the moment. I think that's part of it is like, you got to be happy doing what you're doing. Like find the things that you enjoy doing Love it. now. Yeah. So Love the stuff that you do every day, it should not, it should be fun. It should be like, I want to go crush my goals in the gym and, and the other stuff is going to be a byproduct of that. Right. So y'all time is going to pass regardless. Okay. Why be miserable? thinking about where you should be physique wise or whatever, when you should be focusing on what you can do to make yourself stronger, more powerful, like just total kick butt every single day. Like I am going to crush my day period. Not like I'm going to wallow because this is where I should be or I ate too many hot dogs on the 4th of July, you know, like, you know, doesn't matter, you know, focus on, the good stuff, you know, don't, it's, it's what you choose. What you choose to focus on is what's going to be there. Like good or bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think that, you know, um, 
maybe I'll, I'll say it this way. I think that if you have a goal, so let's say like Karen and Taylor, you guys are here. So we're going to use you guys, right? Obviously you guys' goal is be a certified personal trainer, right? You're not going to go out and buy the, the book or the program that gets you to be a certified, you know, personal accountant, right? Like you're going to buy the program that gets you to the results you want, the certified personal trainer. You're going to get that book. You're going to buy that program. You're going to read that information and you're going to apply that to getting to the goal. And I think the same thing happens in our fitness too. If you have a goal of, you know, getting strong and then you go out and buy the couch to 5k program and start running there it's it's out it's not a you know it's not on the same track just my questions what does what does jennifer say i was gonna say i just recently switched from i'm not doing the absolute best i could and i hate this yeah Yes. I love that. I, Hey, I've come a long way in five months and I'm yeah, not done after my wedding. So why am I stressed? Exactly. Right. Like it's not just the wedding. It's, it's the next and the next and shit. Coach Holly is going to put on her wedding dress or did you ever? No, no. Okay. Her back is going to fit in the wedding dress now. All right. I, I'm worried about the zipper. Like <laughs> serious. Cause like, um, I have gotten to the point y'all that I don't see it. And y'all know, I will tell my clients this all the time. And this is why I tell my clients, you have to send me pictures. I know that you don't see it because like, I don't see it myself. If I'm looking at it, I mean, if I look at pictures, I will see it. But if I look at myself in the mirror, I don't see anything. Right. And Luke's all the time saying, you've gotten big. And I'm like, okay, I don't get it. Like, I don't see it at all. However, I do know that, like, my sports brows are much tighter at my lats now than they used to be. And I'm like, this is why I'm concerned about my zipper on my wedding dress if I tried it on again. Um, it is over in storage, though. I'm going to get it. I swear I'll try. I'll, I'll take a picture. It's going to be terrible, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of the, the reverse of what most people say, right? Like, I hear a lot of times, like, I just want to fit into my wedding dress. 20 years from now. And like coach Holly's like the opposite. She's like, I want to like blow the zipper off my wedding dress. I want to be so swole. My wedding dress never fits again. Like, I don't think I it's can just it. fun. I, it's just fun to me. Yeah. So y'all, this was like, this was my, like, I actually only had, you know, one wedding dress this is my first, um, my oldest child's father. Um, we were married in 1996. So this would, June would have been 25 years. And I'm like, I do need to put the dress back on just to see. But it, yeah, it's not going to fit. I guarantee. I guarantee. I don't even know if my legs You, you, you got to stop saying stuff like this. Because straight how up many pictures are you going to have to post right? in the Facebook group? Oh my God. I got to do all the pictures. I have to do the couple pictures. I have to. Okay. I, I'm going to put it in my reminder. Put it in your phone. phone. Okay. Put it in your phone. Okay. I should have gotten it today. I was just over there. Uh, I'll pick it up next time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Ladies, before we wrap this up, number one, we want to know what you want to hear about here. Um, so that, so that we don't just be throwing stuff, you know, out that nobody really, really cares about or everybody already knows, right? Like we're not going to just beat a dead horse here. We want to, we want to make sure that we're helping you guys make progress forward and answering questions so that you can, you can be that confident woman. That's not sitting on the sidelines. That's starting to, you know, take that next step. Um, 
So let us know what that is, whether it's, you know, sending us a private message or making a comment or a post here in the group um, and asking us to do a live on it, any of those things. So, yes, um, be specific, you know, ask the questions and, um, you know, whatever it is, you know, we're here all the time to talk about, well, we're here each week anyway, to talk about training, um, health, fitness, nutrition, um, sports specific things, um, you know, as far as bodybuilding, powerlifting goes, like nutrition related to that stuff, nutrition related to your specific goals, training for your specific goals, or even training to like work around things like injuries you may have, or, you know, so like be specific, like what do you want us to answer? So again, if you are here on um, YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast, by the way, I do have my podcast published and I have one episode out, but I'm working on my intro. So coach Katie and I are going to talk about that more later and um, be sure you subscribe to our channel and drop your questions wherever they may be. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys see us on, on social media channels, we just want to, you know, make sure that you're, you're commenting or liking our stuff, you know, kind of double tapping if it's on Instagram or whatever, because it does help us to, to find the next women to help them bring, to bring them here. So we do have a really supportive community that's engaged and we're all having the same conversations. So hopefully we can, we can be building this community around you so that you have enough connections here of women that are on this same trip with you. Um, and hopefully, it's it's not you know like drive across the country in a pinto kind of trip but like coach holly and i would like to like be your private jet and get you there faster you know um in the most convenient way possible so um you are welcome to invite women here as much as um we hope to be helping them get here as well so i hope you guys have an awesome day and we'll see you guys next week thanks ladies <laughs>